Hey, I'm Seth. And this is Ricky. And this is our Thanksgiving show. If yeah. we could, if we could dress turkey up, day. yeah, Turkey Day. We hope you're having a fantastic one. Uh, we know that you're out of school, so uh, if you're listening, we have an amazing show planned for you. We have Gunnersville High School athletes with us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we're also going to be having a fantastic time clutch moment. Today we're going to talk about breathing life, making a difference, making a difference through your words and the things you say. But first off, the very first thing coming up today is meme of the week, and we have two really incredible memes today, Ricky. Have you have you seen these? I don't know if I have or not. I, I, I get added in all the group messages, but I forget which ones we're using when, and and uh, I just I get caught up looking at all of them. Yeah. It's uh, our first meme is this one. How can you eat these precious creatures? And it's a picture of a cow. You know, we're talking about all-out feast, Ricky. All-out eating. And I love this right here. YT, the focus group, at man like Kofi says, is this a rhetorical question? Is this rhetorical or are you looking for recipes? That's beautiful, man. Because, you know... You got a question. The vegans, vegans, if you're there, you need to call the show. You know. <laughs> Maybe not today. The, not today. <laughs> but do you really like that grass that you're eating? How's, how's that treating you? Yeah. Or, you know, here's another. I've, I've seen something where it was like, you're taking away the grass that the cows need to survive. So really, you're being worse than we are. That's right. We're just eating them. And, and because we're talking about things that are thankful, Ricky, and, and uh, we're going to talk about our second meme right here. It's a picture of an elephant. You know, if, <laughs> picture of elephant. It says, having a bad day, remember, it could always be worse. And he, you know, had a blowout in this poor guy. It shows a, it shows a shadow of a clean wall going around his body where... <laughs> He just, suffered the repercussions. I see a little silhouette of a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. You nailed that, Stephen. That's terrible and terrifying all at the same time. So we hope that you're having a wonderful time with your family. Hey, we're going to go to a song right now, and we're coming back with Video of the Week. Hey, guys, we're back with so Video of the Week. And my good friend Ricky, he found this fantastic video turkey. called The Pregnant right. Turkey Prank. You want to tell them what we're seeing right There's here? actually a lot of these out there, and you can just look up on Google pregnant turkey pranks. And uh, we found these three little girls. It looks like they're helping their dad with the uh, cutting, carving the turkey this year. And the dad knows, you know, what's in there. And uh, the girls, you know, they get to they get to cut the turkey open, and they find a little surprise. Yeah, see, they're pulling out. They think stuffing. And then all of a sudden they pull out in a few minutes, you know, if you're watching... The Our one, the one, up, the girl on the right, she's definitely the bravest because she's like in there with her knife. And here we go. Here it is. What is, it? What is so it? she just walked away. Walked <laughs> away. She walked away because it's a pregnant turkey. You know, it's like it felt like you killed two turkeys with one stone. There. What, what do you think of that, Ricky? I, I just think that's absolutely terrible. Look at the girl's face. And then she becomes happy, and I'm thinking that's kind of creepy, but... And then you see them in the corner. Yeah, there they, they are. are. They're not amused anymore. They're like, this was not cool. And Dad comes he comes clean with the deeds. Like, this is what went down. Yeah. I think it's that's a great video. And, uh, you know, with a great video, 
I think it gives some ideas out there to some families, too, if you really want to prank someone. Yeah, stick a Cornish hen in the middle of the turkey this year. Yeah. It'll be fantastic. You won't regret it. Send it to the Varsity Radio Show. Yes, we'll eat it. Hey, did you see where they're actually... They're baking turkeys inside of watermelons now. I had no idea. What does that do? I it's don't understand crazy. how that can sound. I think it keeps good. it juicier, I think, because it's baking within the watermelon. They carve out like all the meat in the watermelon. Right. And they put the turkey down in the middle of it, and they put the top back on the watermelon. Is it the same principle as like sticking the pig under the sand? Someone out there definitely It's kind of like a, like a Dutch oven. But it's really moist around it, yeah. so it doesn't dry out the turkey. Yeah, someone out there must have been thinking, "Man, yeah. this watermelon would taste a lot better in my turkey." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if any of y'all like think about this stuff, but I like you know Thanksgiving. You're looking at your food and everything, and you're mm-hmm. like, "What was the first guy that said, hmm, this would taste good? Let me just you know chop this pig up or." I think here's here's how I imagine the first Thanksgiving meal probably happened because I, I I'm sure over the years the the food got a little more drastic but right. I can imagine people sitting around you know in in October thinking man this cranberry sauce is good let's save that for Thanksgiving yeah. oh here's some here's some of this let's save that for Thanksgiving right. and then when Thanksgiving came they just had all sorts of different food and then it just become a, a southern tradition I mean that's right no more KFC except there's there's a little flaw in your logic. Thanksgiving actually happened in the North first. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> I bet that food's not, not as good as ours, though. I bet you're right. Because <laughs> that's where I spend Thanksgiving. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> up in Ohio. But, hey, Stephen, why don't you take us to our next song? All right, here we go. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Hey, guys, we're in here. We want to tell you about our partner, FCA, who me and, me and Ricky, we love. FCA has been amazing to us. And we love Roger Cox and Jamie Strange. We love Kim Burnett over at the Northeast Alabama FCA. How do you pick them up on Twitter? You can pick them up at at N-E-A Alabama FCA. At N-E Alabama FCA. Or you can check them out on Instagram at Neil. N-E-A-L underscore FCA. Or you can also check them out on Facebook at Northeast Alabama FCA. Let me tell you, these guys are amazing. If you go to school anywhere and you're not a part of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you are missing out because these guys, man, they are legit. They are the real deal. And me and Ricky have been spending a lot of time with them lately. We got to go. On, we got to go. We got invited to a coach's breakfast with them last uh, Wednesday. Last Wednesday, and you know, just hearing, seeing all the representations of all the schools around you. And if you're listening, and you didn't know FCA was at your school. We seen all your schools there. So, you know, and one thing that that I really took from it is that these people really do care. They really do. They love your students, and they love. If you're a student and you didn't know that FCA wants to support you, and they love you, and they care for you, and they're planning awesome things for you and uh, just being able to be there for you every Thursday morning with breakfast and well Man. welcome you with open arms. That's what FCA is about and they're they're excited and they're we're just so glad they partnered with us to do this show. Yeah, you know, you don't have to be an athlete either. That's that's a miss. You know, I know it says Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They have a focus on athletes. They do a lot with athletes. Man, this is one of the most powerful ministries. I love these guys. I really do. I love what they're doing. 
And if you don't, if you don't go to a fellowship of Christian athletes, you're only hurting yourself because it is an amazing program with amazing leadership out of Huntsville, actually. And so, check that out. And now, today's clutch moment. Hey, man, I am just so excited. I love this moment every week. I don't know if you do, Ricky, but I, I hate it. You, uh, it's the worst. <laughs> It's the worst. I love it. It's my favorite. What what am I thankful for getting to do Clutch Moment with Steven and Ricky? Yeah. You okay over there, Steven? I'm good, man. My computer's spazzing out. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It's like a strobe light's happening. Who needs a strobe light? Should we be concerned? Yeah, it's on its way out. It's all good. All right. Praise God. Okay. So tonight, today, I say tonight, I'm a youth pastor, so... Uh, today I want to talk to you about breathing life and in 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5 in the New Living Translation it says this Ricky and Stephen it says all praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ God is our merciful Father and our source of all comfort and, and I, this is the part I want you to get He comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others did you get that? Yeah. He comforts us in all of our troubles so that God can so that we can comfort others so that when they are troubled we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us for the more we suffer for Christ the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ so what are you saying pastor I'm saying this and I've said this so many times before in Proverbs 18:21 I think uh, it's the key to changing everything. It's it's what it says in the NIV. It says the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And I'm telling you, I personally think that the key to changing the world around you is by the words that you speak out of your mouth. Ricky, how much do you believe this statement and why? I, I, I believe a lot because I think that Sometimes we forget the power and the impact that our words can make and yeah. what they can make in other people and the opportunities that are around us. It, you know, sometimes it doesn't, somebody's not looking for, for some solution or some some great thought out uh, idea on how to fix their situation. They just need some encouragement. They need some, some strong words, a strong leader in their life. And, and your mouth and your words can comfort other people. Yeah. I, I honestly feel like this, Ricky and Steve, I feel like. We crave, as human beings, encouragement, right? I don't know. I know all three of us have been in ministry before. And have you ever been, you know, you've preached a sermon, you come off the stage, and there's your wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the next statement is, when you get in the car, how was that, you know? Yeah. 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 And in that moment, you can either be completely devastated <laughs> or completely uplifted. Am I right? That's right. Because your kids are going to say, no matter what, no, or who have, I say kids, teenagers. Your parents me. also. They'll say, they'll oh, say, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the best, you know. <laughs> but then what does your wife say? Yeah. The truth. The truth. <laughs> That's right. And in this moment, man, we, you know, deep down inside, we already know whether we bombed or not. But we want to hear our wife say, "Man, that was awesome. You know that was that was good. That's My, the best reward. Oh man, you know you can have a million people say it, but when your wife says it, you know, uh, or for me when I preach in main service in my senior pastor, 
Yeah, our all of our boss right here, Gary Craft, says, "Man, that was good." You know that that's the reward. You know, encouragement is the secret weapon that unlocks doors. It creates influence for you, and it draws people around you. Encouragement is a magnet to change. In fact, the definition of encouragement is this: it's it's to give support, confidence, or hope to someone. In fact, in Hebrew, in the Hebrew, the Hebrew word for encouragement in the Old Testament. Is chazik and it literally means to put courage into. How about that, Stephen? Yeah. To put courage into. Encouragement. How can I breathe life? Number one, you can begin to look for the best in people. I have learned if you want to get the best out of a person, you must always look for the best in that person. Have Ricky, have you ever had a hard time? Have have you ever had a time where it was hard for you to find the best in somebody? Oh yeah, I mean, I I know that uh, I'm I've many times in my life I've held a grudge or I've oh yeah I've I have a bad memory with someone or things ended on bad terms and you know it, you always want to just keep bringing yourself back to those times but you know I think sometimes if you look past that and if you look for the best in somebody you you start to appreciate them more you start to. Uh, be interested in them more and yeah. you know you want to you want to be a part of their life yeah that's that's powerful I, I, I every time I think of this statement I think of a story that maybe I know Stevens had to watch this with his little girl Gracie but the princess and the frog <laughs> you know you've heard the story you've got this princess and she walks up and there's a frog and we're not going with the Disney version but this little frog you know in this story can talk I'm not Dr. Doolittle. I don't believe in the crazy stuff. But uh, in this story, she can talk to this frog. And this frog talks back and said, kiss me and I'll become a prince. And and, it, and she really has to push past her feelings and what she can see. And she kisses the frog. And what happens, Stephen? You're going to have to remind me because, man, I don't remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes a prince. He becomes a prince. Yeah. All right, it, let's start over. He becomes a prince, of course. Yeah, whatever, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to take that out. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyway, the princess and the frog, I, I think a lot of times that we forget, we forget this, sometimes we're hard to be around. You, yeah. for, you forget that, Stephen Ricky? No, oh, no, I you, know. Yeah. You know uh, and I'm painfully aware of it sometimes. Yeah, you know. It, Trust me, I am the frog. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't believe that, Ricky. Uh, ribbit. Ribbit, yeah. We're froggy people. You know, we are not. Listen, if marriage has taught me anything, it has taught me to look at myself in a different light. You know, to really look at things that I can change. And, and and I'm telling you that we can't forget that at some point we were the frog. That we were the person hard to be around. But people overlooked us. Point number two, decide to be the positive in the room. Three billion people on the face of the earth go to bed hungry every night, but four billion... Go to bed hungry every night for a simple word of encouragement. It's time to go feed somebody. Ricky, how important is it to have positive people around you in life? 
I think you you look for that because that's what you want. I know that um, sometimes you may you may you never heard that saying. Uh, I don't care what other people think. Yeah. But then when you're buying some on Amazon, you're always reading reviews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're good. always looking for positive feedback, and you're always looking uh, for that positive, you know, that something positive about it. So I think it, it, it's a constant reminder that you need to, you know. Um, have a positive influence in other people. Yeah. Rick, uh, Stephen, what would you say? How important is it to have positive people around you? It's so important because you are a product of what's around you. Come on, somebody. You know, <laughs> what you're going to get out of you, what you put into you, and who you put yourself around is what's going into you. So you really have to choose wisely what people you let around you. If you let a Debbie Downer around you all the time, you're just going to look... Yeah. To the negative, negative all the, time. Yeah. the glass is always going to be half empty. That's right. This is the moment that we take a pause, moment of silence, as me and Ricky feel bad that Stephen hangs around us. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's a day he only. There's a reason he only invites us here one day a week. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm just joking. Okay. Point number. Th- point number three. Speak off even when you don't feel off. Did you hear that? Speak life even when you don't feel it. Sue Cox said this, a sincere compliment is the lift and the elevator of life. We crave encouragement. We crave somebody who's around us that's going to pick us up. And and like Stephen said, I, I make this statement all the time. Show me your friends and I'll show your future. Yeah. But in all honesty, guys... If you surround yourself with people who are completely negative, you're going to be a negative person. If you got people, whatever the vision of the people around you, the thing that matters most to them is what's going to matter most to you. You know, you've got to set your priorities and then set your friends around your priorities. That's that's a powerful statement. It's true. Ricky, as a Christian, how important is it for us to speak life Every chance we get it. I think it's one of the, the hidden talents that, you know, hidden gifts that we all have. If, you, you know, we, we forget sometimes that other people need our encouragement and they need our uplifting spirit. And it, it doesn't take much to give it to them. Yeah. And, and we've got to give love. You know, if we say we're Christians, we're supposed to be known by love. Right, Stephen? That's right. And if we're known by love, then the words that come out of our mouth can't be trash and negativity. And I'm not saying that we don't live the lifestyle and challenge the norm. But what I'm saying is when peop- when we walk into the room, people don't need to be running the other way trying to get away from us. That's right. Not because we're annoying or because of our Christian stance, because... Our words sound different. We act different. We live different than everybody else. And so I want to challenge you on this Thanksgiving holiday. As you go and you have conversations with your aunts and your uncles and your cousins and your mom and your dad and all those people, the family that you don't normally see, I want to challenge you to be the positive in the room. To speak life even if you don't feel it. This Thanksgiving... Make a difference. We challenge you here at the Varsity to breathe off and breathe it often. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Hey guys, this is Seth. And this is Ricky. And we're here with the Athlete Interview. And today we have the Wildcats up in here. We got Kyle Keck, the right tackle. 
We have Archer Charles, the running back in safety, and Jake Wisner, the quarterback. How you how you guys doing? Good. Doing good. We're doing great. <laughs> we we have really enjoyed Kyle Keck already. He's been <laughs> kicking around some jokes and everything like that. So <laughs> we, we might have one of these players ask somebody to prom. <laughs> yeah. Just get your get your phones ready, girls. That's all I'm gonna say. So uh we're gonna <laughs> Hopefully have a promposal, if not these guys one day. So, uh, anyway, we're going to start. Let me ask you a question, guys. Who is your favorite athlete of all time? J.J. Watt. I got to think I gotta think on that one for a minute. This one? Archie Manning. I think I'm going to have to go with Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Green Bay Packers. Good like Lord, Archie Manning was with I mean, me. I like the Green Bay Packers. They're okay. I just They're like not Brett my favorite. Archie I like the Steelers. <laughs> You like the Steelers? Y'all have some favorite. Y'all have some favorite football teams. Uh, Auburn for sure. Auburn. Tennessee Vols. Tennessee. I'm an Alabama fan. Get out of here, you bandwagon. So we've got an Auburn player, (laughs) Auburn fan, a Tennessee fan, an Alabama fan. We're correct. uh, Jake Wisner in the Crimson Tide. (laughs) (laughs) You're a JSU fan. Be quiet. (laughs) D1 double A. All right, guys. My next question I got for you guys is: What is uh, what's your favorite thing about being on the football team? Hitting people hard. Mine is just being with these guys every day. Just yeah, messing around with everybody. It's fun. Cutting up. Well, what what's more fun, the locker rooms or the the bus rides? Uh, bus rides. Bus, bus rides. Bus rides. <laughs> Tell me about the bus rides. Do y'all sing? Y'all sing? Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Lots sing. of singing. Lots of singing. Lots of dancing. Why, I've heard the phone. weirdest noises of my entire life on that school bus. <laughs> what what is the weirdest weirdest song that has been sung Ooh, the on the bus song. ride? You can't sing it in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my next question. I got another one real quick. What's uh? Does y'all have anybody that's that's on the team that you want to give a shout out to that sings the worst? Oh, Colin Lankford. Colin Lankford, <laughs> number fifty one. <laughs> Colin Lankford. They're calling you out, Colin. They're calling Glad you out, Colin. Is, we actually got to interview him earlier. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this. If you could spend a day with any coach or athlete in your sport, who would you spend it with and what would you ask them? Like in high school football? Or like or anything. Anybody. Anything. Any, any football? Anyway, basketball. It don't matter. Mm. Ooh. Mm. A day with any coach or athlete? Yes. I don't know, man. Connor McGregor. <laughs> a day with Conor McGregor? Yes. What would you ask him? Why'd you let oh, Mayweather beat you up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just asked me, why don't you bounce Mayweather's head off the canvas? <laughs> I'd like to spend a, I would like to spend a day with just really NFL any NFL quarterback just to see like their preparation like that goes into what they do. Wow. Their routine. Yeah. Their routine. Any NFL lineman that's uh, way swoller than uh, the NFL <laughs> quarterbacks? It's always, he always thinks of them. <laughs> I'm dogging on it. <laughs> <laughs> how come? Uh, how come you always let uh, Kyle one up you over there? <laughs> I, mean, I get all the, I score all the touchdowns and stuff like that. So Kyle, <laughs> I have to let Kyle have some stuff because he don't get pictures off about the it. He don't get <laughs> off the field. He don't get all the, the W's. Yeah. Speaking of touchdowns, let's say uh, now, uh, Kyle. I know you've been thinking about this a lot, but but if you guys, if you had the, if you were able to celebrate. Um, touchdown! If you were allowed to, what kind of celebration would you do? Will you have like a one in your back pocket that you'd be willing oh, to take the penalty? I definitely. On? No, I'd I've jump up on the field goal, grab it, hang by my legs like a monkey. 
That's exactly what I do. I've always, ever since I was little, wanted to keep a like put a pin in the in the goalpost and get it out, sign the ball, and throw it in the crowd. That's what. That's always been my go-to. Oh my gosh, that one's lame. Probably, jump up on the. But you want to jump up there and put your feet on the goalpost? Like that? <laughs> I just want to hang and like. Archer, what was your? What is yours? Because I I won that. Okay, one. You're, you. Are. Mine would be to get everybody to line up like bowling pins and I throw a ball. Nice. My favorite. One. That's a nice one. Yeah. So, um, what is the greatest lesson that your coach has ever taught? Okay, you want to take this one? <laughs> You can give a cat, shout out to the coach while you're doing this too. Personal fouls are not worth the running. <laughs> I agree. That's, that's, that's definitely it. Do not retaliate. Well, what's, a, what's a good coach Reese quote for this one? Just, I'm gonna go with you know sometimes take you have to sometimes you have to turn to the other you. cheek and uh, not yeah. fight back because it's not. I've ever heard that, that one. I just heard you're getting terrible tens if you get a personal. Terrible tens. Terrible. It's mm. not worth. It's not worth uh, Tell fighting us about back. About these usually. terrible tens. We're okay. So you start on the goal line. You, you start on the goal run, line, run 10 yards, do 10, 10, up, up downs, 10 up downs, run back, run to the 20-yard line, 10 up downs, and keep on going until you're 100. And then yes. and y'all back. get one of these for every penalty that y'all every, personal, every personal foul. foul. Not every penalty, but every personal foul. That was every or, penalty. I could, or, if I'd coach, be dead. or if Coach just, just gives you one. Like if you're just messing up, cutting up in the locker room, take it a little too far, he'll give you one. What's the most difficult game that you played in last year? Or this year, and what did it teach you? Last year, Alexandria, and I don't know. They just they ran all over us. It was bad. We had Jackson. I learned from that one is that if you don't come out hard, you know, first play, then it's hard to get the momentum. We were missing. We were missing Jackson Menifee, which was a key linebacker, but that wasn't an excuse. We didn't come out ready to play. Yeah. We just got to come out strong. Come out strong and finish strong. All right, so. Y'all, y'all play any other sports other than football? We play baseball. Baseball? Yeah. Kyle, what do you do? You play any other sports other than football? Yeah, I play tennis. You play tennis? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you boys over there supporting you in, in your tennis? Uh, so I, I ran indoor track. I ran indoor track. I don't know if I would have So here's my question: is, is your tennis team better than your baseball team? No. No. <laughs> your baseball yeah. boys are good. Yeah, I went and hit baseball the other night too. Did you? Yeah. With who? Kimber, uh, Kimber, 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 Kimber takes me at midnight last night. We made it to the third round last year, right? But we, uh, baseball, we made it to the third round of the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah wow. you should have went to the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got beat out. Wait, so, who's y'all play? Third more. So what's the hardest uh, obstacle that you've ever faced while doing the sport you love? Broke hand. What's that? I broke my hand at the very beginning of the okay. season. Mm-hmm. And had to play with cast for five weeks. Man. Honestly, the hardest obstacle for me has been uh, this is my first year to start at quarterback. I've been a backup for three years, so that's probably been the hardest thing for me to like for me to do is watch them play and be able to support them without being out there. Wow. Mine would just be my size, just because I'm smaller than everybody. Yeah. But I got a lot of fight, so that's pretty much it. Great. Yeah. We, we talk about that a lot. We talk about grit a lot. A lot, a lot of grit. <laughs> I, put, I put a lot of effort in. So. All right. So uh, this is a this is a fun question. What is what is do you you guys have any embarrassing moments? Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, yes. Give us your most embarrassing moment that's off the top of your head. Like well, as far as in, in sports. Yes, in, in, sports. in your football team. Yeah. Oh, what about Logan Graham's? 
I mean, that we didn't. Do that, that was like that was like secondhand embarrassment. That was. We were, that I was. Okay. I was embarrassed. For okay, it. so we were on JV, and the who were we playing that game? Douglas or Boaz? It was Boaz. Okay, Boaz fumbled the snap, and Graham he was he plays defensive end or something like that. He plays D line okay, and he picks yeah. up the ball. He picks up the fumble around. and starts running their way to score their touchdown. So Miles Williamson had to run down and chase him down and tackle him at the goal line. And so we had to take the ball out from their goal line. No, no, no. I think they got a safety. Yeah, he actually oh, yeah, yeah, the goal line. Was, they got a safety yeah. off of that. So that was, was second-hand embarrassing yeah. for was, us. I never really – I don't know that I – I've ever done anything really embarrassing. Well, just about the most embarrassing thing at practice when you look at your guard and said, it's on go. And you look at him and say that, and then you get down your stance and you go on one. Yeah, you're just like, you're just telling like somebody, what? Telling what somebody not to do something and then you doing it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I know, because it's like, you know it's on too, but it's just like, you just go. It's like muscle memory, I swear. When you hear that, you're just like, boom. So, what is the one schedule or one team on your schedule that's the circle me game? Um, definitely Albertville. I really want to beat Albertville really bad. I don't like them. For me, it's, it's Albertville, Albertville and Arab. For me, though, it would be Alexandria just because they beat us so bad last year and I want to beat them really bad this year. When do y'all just play Alexandria? Uh, after Crossville. After Crossville. This, was this week. So. Is it at home? It will be at home it this is. year. Alexandria will be at home. We'll make sure to talk big about that game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where is Alexandria? Towards Jacksonville. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I know that. Had nothing to How do. far past Boaz are they? So, where do you guys see this Small. sport taking you? Um, I think it teaches you things that will take you throughout your whole life. So, teamwork, stuff like that, making relationships with. I was about to say, I think that you may not necessarily like, but you have to stick with them, even if you don't. I think if nothing else is, I mean, it's giving me friends that I'll have for the rest of my life. So. Do any of y'all see yourself being coaches one day, maybe? That's that's what I want to go to school for, just trying to get my wow. coaching stuff. I see football helping you being able to, I guess, keep a job better than you usually would because you get yelled at a lot when uh, you're playing a football game. And, like, in, I guess you don't just get mad and, like, leave. You can't really do that. you got tough skin. So you got to have tough skin. So when you get into a job and somebody gets mad at you, you're just like, you know it's whatever. Yeah. Keep fighting. That's good. Who is your greatest inspiration? My mother, hey, Helen Kick. He got it My greatest inspiration? Greatest inspiration. Mine personally would probably be my grandfather. Okay. My mom's my mom's dad. He'd probably be my greatest inspiration in my life. Favorite professional team, guys? The Steelers. I'm not a huge fan of the NFL right now because of we probably have to go with, the, like, probably the Cowboys. Yep. Because, Same I mean, I, I, I've always liked the Cowboys, and I like that they're deciding to stand up. I don't really have a favorite team, but I do have favorite players. Yeah, I follow sense. players in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I man. just do not like Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> no, you guys I wasn't. play fantasy football? No. no. I'm not, I've never not committed it. enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. We've really enjoyed it. Uh, we hope your team wins. Go Cats. Go Cats. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Is there anybody you'd like to shout out to? Definitely my mom, Leanne Wisner. I love you, Mom. Yeah. Archibald. Same. Love you, Mama. (laughs) She's at the high school probably. Um, My dad, my mom. Awesome. 
Throw out, we love your parents. <laughs> love the parents. No promposals, right? <laughs> not right? Today. Come on, not, guys. Not today, for sure. Wait, Come back. Check in, tune in to us next time. Maybe we'll get a promposal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a little closer to prom. <laughs> Thanks for this interview, guys, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. So, guys, we're going to do freestyle right now, and it is Thanksgiving, so we want to talk about the things that we're most thankful for. I'm going to start out with air conditioning. I thought you were about to be really sentimental. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's coming in a minute. Okay, uh, okay, okay. It, so, Ricky, you're up. Um, we're doing sentimental in a minute? Uh, yeah. All right, so I'm actually, I am thankful for this radio show because yeah. I, I it's something awesome that, that I'm able to, to feel like I'm giving back and I'm able to do something that's just making an impact and this radio show is so yeah. I'm very thankful for this radio show you should have done that on your shoes <laughs> <laughs> no that was great that was amazing Olivia mine's not as serious but I, the first thing that comes to my mind is deodorant and people who use it I know <laughs> God bless people that wear deodorant so good. Not the not the old, you know, weird kind, but the legit good kind. Yep. Yeah. Keeps you clean. So, other things that I'm thankful for. A roof over my head. Amen. Ricky? No, I'm, I'm very thankful for locks. Yes. You know, to be able to lock my door at night and, uh, and uh, boogeyman don't sneak into my house. I know. Olivia? Um, I'm thankful for like blankets and sweaters because I get cold like so easily. Like in here right now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I Currently wearing great. a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go again. Lego Batman. For real. For I real. think movies in general. I mean, you yes. know, just having something to always rely on during those bored times of your life. I know. Is that so? You're going movies? I am specifically Spend. Lego Batman, yes. but definitely just movies in general. Because I'm Batman. <laughs> Olivia? Um, I can't think of anything else silly. This is more serious. Go ahead. How like close my I am with my family. Yeah. And then always being there. Yeah. Like my BFFs. <laughs> BFFs. Okay. Ah, am thankful for Ricky. My radio partner. Oh my the best friend. Ricky's crying. <laughs> he is my he is amazing, man. I this show wouldn't have happened without him and we have a lot of fun together. He he brings out the kid in me. Uh, he's got hard. me. He's he's got me playing fantasy football that I'm terrible at. No, you're, and, actually, uh, you're like, actually forced. And uh, yeah, uh, I got beat by point one points this last week. That was terrible. Uh, anyway, but uh, I am just grateful for our friendship. Man, I feel like I need to say a word. No, you soon. don't have to say a word. I do. I'm very yeah. thankful for you, sir. Oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> I am I am very overwhelmed by just the opportunity of being in the studio, and it wouldn't happen without you, Seth. And um, I think just being a part of a part of this team and a part of this church, and and all the people that are around me right now, I'm very thankful for. And um, I just feel like I've got a very blessed life. Yeah, for sure. me too, Olivia. Um, trying to think. There's so many things to be thankful for. Um, I guess just church, church family, having people to pray for you. Yeah. Always special, yeah. Well, in the next one, I'm gonna go. This the most thankful I am is my wife, my wife who's there for me, 
make sure that I have food to eat every day and clean clothes to wear. And, and uh, man, uh, 10 years of marriage. Uh, me and me and Steven both. Me and Steven. Steven, 10 years, just a few more months than me. It's been the best 10 years of my life, and uh, I think I'm better because of it. Ricky? I can't say I'm very thankful for all of the last 10 years of my life, but... <laughs> But you weren't married the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I must say, I am surrounded by a bunch of people that love me. And uh, yeah. my dog included. I must give a shout out to my dog, Wrangler. Wrangler. Mm-hmm. I was about the to bulldog. shout out my dog, Maggie. She's Maggie. like the MVP. Lillian She's Sabin. So <laughs> you rock. All dogs. The dogs. And, and uh, we're thankful for our dogs, our children. Definitely de- uh, thankful yes. for Eli and Josiah. Josiah, and I love you, and, man. And, yeah. I don't have children, but I feel like I would be grateful if I had them. Like yeah. one day, yeah. not now. Yeah. But I'll be not thankful anytime one day. soon, Olivia. <laughs> no. no. Jeez. <laughs> wow. We'll get you married all first, then you can yeah. have the children. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> Steven's going to do a cartwheel at our wedding. Oh, Steven's okay. doing a cartwheel. Tumbling. No, yes. That's what I'm, I would be thankful for if I saw. I know. I would be thankful for that. I, you know, we're going to pray for Stephen to tumble, and he's going to like tumble right, down a hill right. or something on accident. We don't wish that on Stephen. Like, <laughs> Another thing I'm thankful for with the radio show, I am thankful for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yes, I am thankful for Roger Cox and Ken Burnett and Jamie Strange and Connor Reese and all these amazing people that come on here and uh, and. Man, they're doing the nitty-gritty hard work in the schools. Yeah, we get to do the cool radio show. But, man, they're doing an amazing job. Um, this is this one may be pretty deep, but, you know, I'm thankful for our listeners. And I, know that I am. It, sometimes it may feel like there may not be many out there, but <laughs> but I know that, that there are. And there's people that support us and, and care for the show and care for it to succeed. And, and we're very thankful for, for all of you and... And everyone that just makes an impact on the show, whether you're an athlete or a, a teacher or like like sets at FCA, and, yeah. Um, you know, another big shout out that, that I'm gonna go ahead and still spot on is Steven Spiegel. Steven the man Spiegel. Without him, this radio show would not be possible. No, we look like a TV show because <laughs> really of Steven. The man with a plan. And uh, he is amazing. He has crazy amounts of just knowledge. He's taught us how to talk to our wives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we won't go into that on the radio. Cassie. Cassie. <laughs> By the way, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was definitely a shout out to what he's thankful for. Uh, did you feel the temperature rise in the room? Okay, anyway. Oh, okay. Anyway, so we're thankful for our family. I, I'm thankful for my family and uh, that they're there for me. I, I'm finally at a place. I'm thankful for my church family. I, I'm summing it up now. And being able to be a youth pastor. I love investing in teenagers. And so that's why we do the varsity, because we want to invest in you. We may never see your face, but you mean the world to us. He's talking about the listeners. You really do mean the world to us. And we're extremely grateful for you. Ricky? Well, that was about it. (laughs) I think we hit everything. I think we did okay. Well, hey, thank y'all so much for for just being a part of this show. And 
Um, we hope y'all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and, and, and good time with your family and eat a lot of food and plan to lose a lot of weight whether you do or not. And you just enjoy, enjoy your time this week and uh, roll tide. Hey, everybody. Check us out on iTunes. Our podcast will be up tomorrow at the Varsity Radio Show. That's right. And our Facebook and Instagram is Varsity Radio Show. Be sure to give us a like and a follow. That was so awesome. Thank you, guys. Y'all are amazing. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Same time, same bat place. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the bat cave. That's right. 2.30 to 4.30. Check us out, the Varsity. Thanks for listening. See you, guys.